You are listening to the Jabin Chavez Leadership Podcast, a conversation designed to help you find your organizational culture and leadership values. Jabin is a pastor, artist, and highly sought-after speaker who has a long track record of growing departments, ministries, and organizations. We know that this podcast will bring value to you as a leader and to your entire team. Hey, friends. I uh, recently sat down with our staff and I challenged them with this thought, you need to grow. And uh, I'm really excited about it. Um, Excuse the recording quality. Um, I literally just kind of came up with this thought put my phone on the table and taught the team. And so you're going to hear, uh, you're going to hear a lot of typing and, <laughs> and our, and our team kind of up close and personal, but, um, just felt like I had to get this thought to you. Please take it. Please steal it. Please teach it to your team and, um, challenge your team, just like I'm challenging our teams, uh, to go to the next level. Because I know that as we as leaders grow, Everything around us is going to grow. Have a great day. Okay. You need to grow. Everyone out loud say, I need to grow. I need to grow. Okay, good. I'm glad we're all convinced. Uh, I need to grow. You need to grow. We all need to grow. Um, You are a part of a growing organization. And therefore, you need to grow. With growth comes growing pains. With growth comes uh, uncomfortable conversations, uncomfortable, just, you know, just uncomfortable. And uh, if you've ever seen um, someone who's hit a huge growth spurt, um, that first kind of moment when they first hit it, they get real kind of clumsy and clunky at first because they're getting used to, I don't know if that happened. Jay's tall. (laughs) Jeff is tall. I don't know. I don't know if you had a summer where you went from like five, five to six foot or something, maybe. Yeah. And, and you got to get used to that. And so we're, we're in a, I never had one of those. (laughs) I'm still waiting on mine. Um, I I always thought I was going to be six, five, uh, didn't happen. Um, so, uh, or even six foot. Um, so I, I, we're in one of those. And so now we, and I knew we would grow and now we need to grow. And when I say you need to grow, I, I just think most people don't believe this. Just most people in general don't believe that statement. It's, it's everyone else needs to grow. Uh, that person needs to grow. Our, our volunteers need to grow. My boss needs to grow. What, whatever it might be, let's put. I want to put it on everybody else. But in reality, I need to grow. So growth is firstly an attitude. Growth is an action, and growth is intentional. So this isn't my, these aren't my points, but I want to just walk through them really quick. Growth is first of all an attitude. It's an openness. It's just an absolute openness to change, 
It's an it's an openness to blind spots. It's an openness to correction. It's an open. It's a it's a trust that you see something that I don't see, and therefore I'm ready to tackle it. Growth is an attitude. It's an action, which means that there are things that you have to do to grow. Um, every, everyone around this room has areas you need to grow in and I need to grow in and they're all different. So they all require different action steps. <laughs> it could be, uh, I mean, it could just be a myriad of things. So I don't even want to necessarily go there, but there, there could be emotional growth you need to have, attitude growth you need to have, competence growth you need to have, uh, leadership skills you need to have, people skills you need to have. I don't know where you need to grow, but they will all require different action steps that you're going to have to to work on and tackle. And then growth is intentional. Growth never happens by accident. You're, you're never going to just pull towards growth. Like, like your car being out of, uh, out of alignment, you're, 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 soul is never just going forward into growth. It's always pulling off into laziness. It's always pulling off into um, just kind of being content. Just got, this is where I'm at. It's always being, it's always going to pull towards excuses. So growth is intentional. It's something that you have to consistently fight for in, in every area of, of your life. So there's a really cool author named uh, Brendan Burchard. He talks about three excuses that every low achiever makes. <laughs> Here are the three excuses. Low, this is what low achie- achievers say. I don't know. I don't have it. I'm not like them. That's what, that's how, that's how low achievers talk. I don't know. I don't have it. I'm not like them. So let's tackle these. Okay. Point number one, I don't know versus I'll learn. So I've taken his three statements and I've, and I'm making them my own. I don't know versus I'll learn. And, and I've noticed this low achievers just, they don't know. I don't know. Where is it? I don't know. What are you doing? I don't know. What are you doing next? I don't know. Just, I don't know. No one told me, so I don't know. No one talked to me about it, so I don't know. It's somebody else's problem. I don't know. Um, you you have to become a, a master at learning, at asking, at retaining. I have to grow in my asking, in my learning, in my retaining. I have to. I have to. Now think about what Jesus asked us to become, disciples, which is a disciplined student. So I'm not just a disciple of Jesus. I'm just a disciple. I'm just a disciplined student. I'm a student. Um, I'm a another word there is learner, which is a weird word in English, but I'm just a learner. I'm just, I'm a sponge. I'm asking, I'm learning, and then I'm retaining. So I'm not just, 
I'm not just getting information. I'm retaining information. So Proverbs 19.2. Desire without knowledge is not good. Desire without knowledge is not good. I want to be in ministry. I want to preach. I want to this. I want to that. I want to this. Cool. Desire without knowledge is not good. You have to grow in your knowledge. The proverb writer uh, said, I didn't write this one now, but he said, wisdom cries out. Wisdom is, is loud and, and looking for an audience. And so many people have desire. Very few people have knowledge. Proverbs thirteen twenty: walk with the wise, become wise. A companion of fools suffers harm. So I, I, I cannot live in the excuse of I don't know. Now, I just want you to think about your circle too, real quick. There's, there's two kind of friendships that we all have. We have mindless friendships and mindful friendships. You can have both, but you got to have both. Yeah. So you can have some mindless friendships. Um, but you, but you can't just have mindless friendships. There's going to be some friendships that are just like easy and just they're fun, but they're not, but they're not helping you. Um, you got to, and so you got to be careful there that, that not everything is mindless. There, now there can be, again, I'm not, not every one of your friends needs to be a high achiever psycho, but you better have a couple. <laughs> and if you don't have any mindful friendships, you need to find smart people in church and you need to take them out to lunch. You need to ask them to coffee and you need to get around them because they're just, it, they're just smart. They don't have to have anything to do with your career. But you just, I would get around, I can remember in my 20s, hanging out with older men in our church that in, in no way were attached to music or ministry, but they were just smart. They were just more experienced. They were just older. So have, you can have mindless friendships, but you can't just have mindless friendships. You got to have some mindful friendships. You got to have some intentional friendships that are helping you grow that you're processing life with. Okay, I'm talking about learning. Low achievers never ask questions. Low achievers never ask questions. So if you even notice just now, we're going to do 9, 10, 30, and 12. And me, Nadia goes, okay, well, how are we going to do? Okay. Jeff goes, well, how are we going to, what? Because if you're a higher achiever, you're immediately going into a little bit of a good panic of, does that make sense? Yeah. There's an immediate, I'm not calling anyone else a low achiever. I'm just saying, I hope you, did you hear the immediate, like, okay, we got to get a game plan. Not, well, okay, we're going to go to three. If Jabin needs me to do something, he'll tell me. <laughs> no. 
That's how low achievers think. High achievers immediately go, okay, we got to put a plan around this. I told Shannon that we, we really do need to go to three. She goes, okay, well, I, I need more surf team. We got to grow. Yeah. High achievers are, are, are asking. Low achievers never ask. So if you don't ask, you put all the responsibility on Shannon and me to ask the questions. Watch this. Now you're limited by my interest. Mm. Instead of being propelled by your passion. And if you're limited by my interest, I will not be interested in you. <laughs> I'm just saying. And what will happen is you'll, you'll lose your seat at the table because you're not being propelled by your passion. You're being limited by my interest. That's good. I, I'll, I'll give a shout out to LEL. Every time I see him, he'll walk up to me and go, question. He doesn't ask permission. He's telling me it's coming in hot right now. I need this. Okay. Can we do this? Okay. Yeah, it's always about money, but that's okay. No, it's not. It's not. It's question. It's not. Can I ask you a question? You already did. You lost it. No, nope, it's. I remember I told that to an assistant one time. She said, uh, Pastor, can I ask you a question? I said, you just did. You need another one? She goes, ah. That was, that was mean. That was, I wouldn't do that again. <laughs> sweet Kathleen Curry. You all remember her? She is so sweet. Kathleen, if you're listening, we love you. Um, uh, so, so Elliot, question. Boom. Because high achievers are asking questions. Low achievers are waiting for their leader to be interested. High achievers are expressing interest by their passion. Check out... Now, and check this out, because if you're going, well, I don't think that's fair. Well, let's just go to Jesus. Let's probably figure out what he thinks about this. Luke 2.46. Luke 2.46. Now, we all love Luke 2.52, right? Jesus grew in favor. Favor! Okay, cool. Look how favor happens. Luke 2.46. After three days, they found him in the temple courts, sitting among the teachers, listening to them, asking them questions. The author of the Bible <laughs> is asking these teachers questions. So if Jesus needed to ask questions, and by the way, they were amazed at his questions. Oh, you're smart. You're not smart because of what you know. You're smart because of what you ask. Because there are dumb questions. But there's even something dumber than a dumb question. It's not asking. And I'm just telling you, I'm, I'm good at this. I just am. I'm just good at this. And I'm, and I'm trying to help y'all think how I think. They were amazed at his questions. Okay. The next verse, 47, says this. And they were amazed at his answers. Wait a minute. Because mm. if you become great at asking questions, mm. you'll have great answers. Yeah. That's good. It's really good. You, you got you to learn. I don't know is not a good enough excuse. Mistakes are inevitable, but mostly avoidable. 
can all make mistakes. Okay, we're all human. We're all imperfect, but mostly avoidable. Had a couple of setup issues with kids this week. It won't happen again. It just won't happen again. Why? Because I know that Jay's a high achiever, <laughs> and we're going to fix it. We're three weeks in, learning. This Sunday, we're going to be a month old. We're high achievers. We asked the questions. We learned. Not, well, I don't know. Well, where's Shannon? Well, she's not going to be there at 6 a.m. She's not. So we got to get her there at 10 a.m. So not, well, no, no more mistakes. Take the picture, make the note, create a plan, create a diagram. There, there has to, there, there has to be something in us that goes, yeah, mistakes are inevitable. We're going to make some mistakes, but they're mostly avoidable. I made the mistake. I'm going to now correct it, not go, I hope it's better next week. Well, you know, the volunteers were new. No, no, never a volunteer's problem. Always on the staff. It's, it's not, it's never them. It's I didn't train. Yeah. It's never them. It's I didn't train. And and what we'll do is then we'll we'll live as victims to our lack of training. Okay? Mistakes are inevitable. There's nothing wrong with that, but mostly avoidable. And if I'm a, if I'm a learner, I'm going to learn from my mistake. I'm going to ask the right questions. I'm going to retain the information and I'm going to get answers. And I'm going to create systems around not doing that again. Okay. Number two. I don't have it versus I'll get it. I'll get it. Not I don't have it. What's it? It's it's whatever you're lacking. <laughs> I'll get it. You you are looking at an obsessed person, and I became obsessed in my twenties. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. And there there is a there is a part of that that you there has to become an obsession about this. Proverbs twenty two twenty nine. Do you see anyone truly competent? That that's a person with ability, knowledge, and skill. Do you see anyone truly competent? Uh, Proverbs twenty two twenty nine. Truly competent in their work, they will serve kings rather than work for ordinary people. Can I tell you my life is sur- I'm surrounded by kings in in my in my friendships. I'm surrounded by kings. I'm not a I'm not saying I'm a king. I'm I'm surrounded by kings. Be- because something got in me about being skilled and competent. Not I didn't have it. I didn't come from the right family. I didn't my dad ever taught me. You know I learned to tie a tie on YouTube. And when I and when I finally got it and I did it, I sobbed. You remember that? Sobbed, because dad didn't teach me how to tie a tie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could live in that threat. Well, never wear a tie. Didn't, didn't have a dad. No. Got on YouTube and I learned to tie a tie, and I cried my eyes out. 
you, you've you got to become obsessed. Because I had to wear a tie because it was an event that required a tie. <laughs> well, I didn't have it. No, I learned. I didn't go buy a clip on. I learned to tie a tie. <laughs> you, you have to become obsessed. Um, I'm not asking you to become obsessed. I'm telling you. If you want to succeed, if you want to get out of low achiever to high achiever, you have to become obsessed. Let me say it like this. If you're pushing back on me right now going, no, I don't. This is just the job. Okay. Well, then what are you obsessed with? My response is probably nothing. So (laughs) if... Be obsessed with something yeah. to become a high achiever. So even if it's, man, this isn't for me, that's okay. But but if if you never turn a, a, a job into an obsession, it'll never become a career. It'll just be, it'll be another, it'll be another thing, another thing, another thing, another thing, the next job, the next job, the next yeah. job. Bounce, 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 bounce. There has to be an obsession, a skill. Think about Jesus' frustration with his disciples. Matthew 17. How long shall I bear with you? Think about it. Why don't you get this yet? That's what he's saying. Well, you didn't tell us. No, he said, why haven't you picked this up yet? Jesus, why wouldn't we cast out the demon? Guys, you know why. You know. Why why am I? How do you? Come on, you know this. What about Mark 4? Jesus teaches a parable and they go, what what did that mean? He goes, here's this frustration, Mark chapter 4. Don't you understand this parable? Like, you don't get this about my ministry? How? Then will you understand any parable? Okay. Like how how it, there it, what Jesus is saying is I shouldn't you're around me enough mm. yeah. that if you were obsessed you would pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> but because you're because you don't think at that level and you have a low achieving mentality Jesus is saying you're around me all the time, but you're not you're not picking things up. Mm. And there is a level to to your own personal success and even within this organization that requires a an observant heart. It just does. It just does. And not just here, but just in life. Just in life, yeah. um, you you, it's something that you have to embrace. Of that I'm that I'm understanding that I'm growing that I'm 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 thinking about it. Not I don't have it. I'll get it. <laughs> Like I'll get this. I'll get the. I'll I'll grow in this. I'll I'll figure this out. There there's just something in your in your heart that 
wants to level up. And again, it's a it's an attitude. I'm talking about growth as an attitude. So this is um, this is really something that you're going to have to embrace. And then thirdly, I'm not like them. Versus, I can change. I'm not like them versus I can change. One more time, everyone out loud. I can change. change. One more time. I need to grow. grow. Okay. Get, get that in your heart. Well, I'm not like them. They're so friendly. They're so outgoing. Yeah. You can change. Well, you know, I just have a, I just have a resting blessed face. No, you can change. (laughs) As pastor, as pastor Jensen taught me, he said it takes more muscles to frown in your face than to smile. So Jensen would always say, be lazy and smile. <laughs> be lazy and smile. Good. Well, they're just really, they're just really outgoing. You know, you, I can change. Good. You, you can change. You really can. But most people just live in them. I'm not like them. I'm not like JR. I can't, man, I can't do that. Man, I'm not like Kiefer up there jumping around on that stage. Man, I can't, I can't do that. I'm, I'm just, t- you can change. Okay. Well, Jabin, you get really fired up when you preach, but I'm just more cerebral in it. No, you can change. Yeah. You can change. That's good. Well, I'm just, I'm just taking notes. You can listen to the podcast on Monday mm. and on Sunday, yeah. you can help the room. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Very good. Praise the Lord. Okay. Uh, just think about that. I was taking notes, pastor. No, you can change. So to, to change, you have to be planned and prepared. How do you go into the weekend? How do you go into the weekend? You need to think about this. Are you hanging out with friends till 3 a.m.? Binge watching a show till 3 a.m.? And then waking up at five, talking about how hard it is to be portable. (laughs) Do you eat McDonald's on Saturday night, sick, and then wake up Sunday morning talking about, oh, wish we weren't portable? Listen, you got to go into the weekend prepared. Not half asleep and frazzled. You, You are, there is a sacrifice to Saturday night that you should be making so that you're at your best Sunday morning. And we're not paying you for that, but we're expecting it of you because you can change. What does that mean? I I know for me, when I was a staff member, and it's it's true today, but it was true that, well, it's easy for you. You were the senior pastor. When I was a staff member, Saturday nights have always been sacred. They've always been quiet. I I even would eat different Saturday nights so I could get a good night's sleep. I was, I was... Uh, I was in the word. I was, I was just, I was quiet. I was different. I was going to bed early. I would iron all my, and I still do this today, but I'd prepare my outfit the night before everything was out. Everything was ready. Not Sunday morning at 4am in the dark, trying to find underwear. You know, it's like, (laughs) you got, you gotta, you gotta be prepared. Yeah. I'm not a morning person. You can change. Yeah. Good. You don't, and you don't have to be a morning person to be a prepared person. Yeah. So I'm not asking of you to be to 
to, you know, love the mornings, but you can, yeah. how do you come in? It's good. You come in like a bat out of hell, 60 miles an hour down, you know, warm springs. No, just plan different. Plan different. You got to be planned and prepared. Your low achievers are are never prepared. Low achievers are just never prepared. They're just never prepared. They walk in ready to work, you know, for worship practice, listening to the, trying to learn the notes, trying to learn the songs, you know. No, we don't do that. We don't pay for that. We don't pay for frazzled, good. wrinkled shirts, don't know the music. We don't. We don't. <sighs> Does that make sense? Yeah. You can change. Yeah. <laughs> can change. You can become friendly. Yeah. You can become friendly. You can be kind. You can be calm. Calm is a choice in, in the hustle and bustle of a Sunday, there can be a calmness that just, if it, it, even if that calmness makes it one more, one more minute, but just, uh, when interacting with people, here's just three things, give compliments, show gratitude and show interest. When you're interacting with people, not, well, you look tired. (laughs) No, give compliments, show gratitude. Hey, you were late. No, show gratitude. We'll address that later, but show gratitude and show interest. If If one of your team comes in with a different haircut, don't go, oh, you cut your hair. Go, I love your hair doesn't matter if you do or not. Don't go, oh, you cut, oh, you dyed your hair. No, I love your hair. Show, give compliments. Show gratitude. Hey, thank you so much for being here. Hey, thank you for getting up early. Hey, oh man, we, it means so much to show interest. I'm telling you, people, people will like you and will be drawn to you when you do this. Yeah. yeah. They just will because people want and need these things. They just do. You can be outgoing. You can, you can change and you can become outgoing. Okay. Not, not fake, but you, but you can grow in your people skills. You can grow in, in the way that you show interest of others. So one more time, give compliments, show gratitude, show interest. Those that that is three steps that you can always give to people on a Sunday. And you watch how people will start finding you. Mm. Opposite of this, people will avoid you. They won't write it down and make a note of it. They will just (laughs) they just avoid you. And the same way, they won't, they won't make a note of how you make them feel. They'll just be drawn to you. Right. This, this team, this table should be the most known, most loved, most trusted people in our church. 
this team should be the most known, most loved, most trusted people in the church. We break the ice. We show the interest. We say hello. We greet. We give the hug. We put our hand out for a handshake. We, there, there has to be that. Well, I'm, I'm none of those things. I can change. Yep. That's good. Very good. I can change. And, and you can change. And um, I've had to change in, in these areas. I've had to grow in these areas. I've had to go to the next level in these areas. But I'm just telling you it. You, you can. Yeah. And again, you can, you can be a victim of your upbringing and of your kind of just your, your, your set defaults. You can become a victim to that if you want to. Like you can just live in default or you can live in design. And most people live in default, just like this is how dad was and this is how mom was and this is how my family is and this is how I live and, this, and I'm me and I got to be me and I got to be genuine. And you, you can be totally genuine and yourself and at the same time grow and change. And And not live with, well, I'm not like them. That's for them. That's for so-and-so. That's for, that, well, they're, they've got that natural gift. Well, yeah, they might. That might be their default. But just because it's not your default doesn't mean it isn't a possibility. That's good. And so these are, these are things I've worked on. These are things I've fought for in my own life. Um, they come so natural to me now. They didn't always. But I... I, I want you to I want you to think this way. I want you to think higher. I want you to think more prepared, more planned. Don't just let like life is coming at you. You know what's you know what's coming? I got this dinner, and then I got Thursday, and then I got Sunday, and I've got a million meetings in between and phone calls and everything, and it's just all it's just yeah. always coming at me. And I can just let life come at me or I can prepare and plan. And I can put everything in its place. Yeah. And it, and what preparation and planning does is it slows down your life. Yeah, yeah. that's good. It's like, oh man, here we go. Well, I got another youth night. Whoa, what the? Where, where did this come from? Whoa, I love my city, freak. Where did this? Oh, it's Sunday again. Oh man, have I checked my scope? No. You can change. You can change. You can prepare and plan your life and tell your life where to go. Yeah. Or you can get burnt out and frustrated and, you know, get to the point of complete burnout and then blame me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, Jay, man, he runs a tight ship over there, man. They really push hard. <laughs> No, we really don't. We really don't. It just, you're just going to have to, you're just going to have to prepare and plan for it. And you can, okay? I'm not, if I didn't think you could, I wouldn't say all the things that I'm saying right now. And so we can, we can all do this. So 
that's my talk. And, uh, and I'm telling you, it can change your life.